Good morning. This is the morning prayer on Thursday, the 16th of July, 2020, and it is the commemoration of Osmond, Bishop of Salisbury, 1099. O Lord, open our lips and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Blessed are you, creator of all. To you be praise and glory forever. As your dawn renews the face of the earth, bringing light and life to all creation. May we rejoice in this day you have made as we wake refreshed from the depths of sleep. Open our eyes to behold your presence and strengthen our hands to do your will, that the world may rejoice and give you praise. Blessed be God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Blessed be God forever. God, be gracious to us and bless us and make his face to shine upon us that your way may be known upon earth, your saving power among all nations. Let the people praise you, O God, let all the peoples praise you. O let the nations rejoice and be glad for you will judge the peoples righteously and govern the nations upon earth. Let the peoples praise you, O God, let all the peoples praise you. Then shall the earth bring forth her increase, and God, our own God, will bless us. God will bless us, and all the ends of the earth shall fear him. Psalm 67 Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. The night has passed and the day lies open before us. Let us pray with one heart and mind. As we rejoice in the gift of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O God, Set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen. The Word of God. This is Psalm 113, the refrain. From the rising of the sun to its setting, let the name of the Lord be praised. Alleluia. Give praise, you servants of the Lord, O praise the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. From the rising of the sun to its setting, let the name of the Lord be praised. The Lord is high above all nations and his glory above the heavens. From the rising of the sun to its setting, let the name of the Lord be praised. Who is like the Lord our God that has his throne so high, yet humbles himself to behold the things of heaven and earth. He praises the poor from the dust and lifts the needy from the ashes to set them with princes, with the princes of his people. He gives the barren woman a place in the house and makes her a joyful mother of children. Hallelujah. From the rising of the sun to its setting, let the name of the Lord be praised. From the rising of the sun to its setting, we praise your name, O Lord, 
May you promise to raise the poor from the dust and turn the fortunes of the needy upside down. Be fulfilled in our time also, as it was in your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Psalm 115, the refrain. The Lord has been mindful of us and he will bless us. Not to us, Lord, not to us, but to your name give the glory, for the sake of your loving mercy and truth. Why should the nations say, where is now your, their God? As for our God, he is in heaven, he does whatever he pleases. Their idols are silver and gold, the work of human hands. The Lord has been mindful of us, and he will bless us. They have mouths, but cannot speak, eyes have they but cannot see they have ears but cannot hear noses have they but cannot smell they have hands but cannot feel feet have they but cannot walk not a whisper do they make from their throats those who make them shall become like them and so will all who put their trust in them the lord has been mindful of us and he will bless us but you israel Put your trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. House of Aaron, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. You that fear the Lord, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. The Lord has been mindful of us and he will bless us. May he bless the house of Israel. May he bless the house of Aaron. May he bless those who fear the Lord, both small and great. Together, the Lord has been mindful of us, and he will bless us. May the Lord increase you more and more, you and your children after you. May you be blessed by the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. The heavens are the heavens of the Lord, but the earth he has entrusted to his children. The dead do not praise the Lord, nor those gone down into silence. But we will bless the Lord from this time forth forevermore. Alleluia. The Lord has been mindful of us and he will bless us. Loving God, defend us from the idols which our hearts enthrone, that we may not go down into silence, but be raised to our heaven of heavens in Jesus Christ our Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. 1 Samuel chapter 2, 27 to the end. A man of God came to Eli and said to him, Thus the Lord has said, I revealed myself to the family of your ancestor in Egypt, when they were slaves to the house of Pharaoh, I chose him out of all the tribes of Israel to be my priest, to go up to my altar, to offer incense, to wear an ephod before me, and I gave to the family of your ancestor all my offerings by fire from the people of Israel. Why then look with greedy eye at my sacrifices and my offerings that I commanded, and honour your sons more than me by fattening yourselves on the choicest parts of every offering of my people Israel? Therefore the Lord, the God of Israel, declares, I promise that your family and the family of your ancestor should go in and out before me forever. But now the Lord declares, Far be it from me, for those who honour me I will honour, 
and those who despise me shall be treated with contempt. See, a time is coming when I will cut off your strength and the strength of your ancestors' family so that no one in your family will live to old age. Then in distress you will look with greedy eye on all the prosperity that shall be bestowed upon Israel, and no one in your family shall ever live to old age. The only one of you whom I shall not cut off from my altar shall be spared to weep out his eyes and grieve his heart. All the members of your household shall die by the sword. The fate of your two sons, Hophni and Phinehas, shall be the sign to you. Both of them shall die on the same day. I will raise up for myself a faithful priest, who shall do according to what is in my heart and in my mind. I will build him a sure house, and he shall go in and out before my anointed one forever. Every one who is left in your family shall come to implore him for a piece of silver or a loaf of bread, and shall say, Please put me in one of the priest's places, that I may eat a morsel of bread. See what the Lord our God has done and exalt him in the sight of the living. Blessed be God who lives forever, whose reign endures throughout all ages. Declare God's praise before the nations, you who are the children of Israel. For if our God has scattered you among them, there too has he shown you his greatness. Exalt him in the sight of the living, because he is our Lord and God and our Father forever. Though God punishes you for your wickedness, mercy will be shown to you all. God will gather you from every nation, from wherever you have been scattered. When you turn to the Lord with all your heart and soul, God will hide his face from you no more. See what the Lord has done for you and give thanks with a loud voice. Praise the Lord of righteousness and exalt the King of the ages. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. See what the Lord our God has done, and exalt him in the sight of the living. I have given you as light to the nations, and I have called you in righteousness. Thus says God, who created the heavens, who fashioned the earth and all that dwells in it, who gives breath to the people upon it, and spirit to those who walk in it. I am the Lord, and I have called you in righteousness. I have taken you by the hand and kept you. I have given you as a covenant to the people, a light to the nations, to open the eyes that are blind, to bring out the captives from the dungeon, from the prison, those who sit in darkness. I am the Lord, that is my name, my glory I give to no other. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be for ever. Amen. I have given you as a light to the nations, and I have called you in righteousness. Now, Luke chapter 20, verses 9 to 19. He began to tell the people this parable. A man planted a vineyard and leased it to tenants and went to another country for a long time. 
When the season came, he sent a slave to the tenants in order that they might give him his share of the produce of the vineyard. But the tenants beat him and sent him away empty-handed. Next he sent another slave. That one also they beat and insulted and sent away empty-handed. And he sent yet a third. This one also they wounded and threw out. Then the owner of the vineyard said, What shall I do? I will send my beloved son. Perhaps he will respect him. But when the tenants saw him, they discussed it among themselves and said, This is the heir. Let us kill him so that the inheritance may be ours. So they threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. What then will the owner of the vineyard do to them? He will come and destroy those tenants and give the vineyard to others. When they heard this, they said, Heaven forbid. But he looked at them and said, What then does this text mean? The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. Everyone who falls on that stone will be broken to pieces and it will crush anyone on whom it falls. When the scribes and chief priests realised that he had told this parable against them, they wanted to lay hands on him at that very hour, but they feared the people. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you walk through fire, you shall not be burned. I have called you by name. You are mine. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. Glory to God in the highest and peace to his people on earth. Lord God, heavenly King, almighty God and Father, we worship you. We give you thanks. We praise you for your glory. Lord Jesus Christ, only Son of the Father, Lord God, Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world. Have mercy on us. You are seated at the right hand of the Father. Receive our prayer. For you alone are the Holy One. You alone are the Lord. You alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ. With the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. You promised, O God, to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all that hate us. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Saviour, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, God promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all that hate us, to show mercy to our ancestors and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath of God swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of all their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. To thine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, 
and to guide our feet in the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be forever. Amen. You promised, O God, to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all that hate us. Prayers now of intercession are offered for the day and its tasks. Holy Spirit, we ask that you guide us in every thought, word and action in the day's tasks ahead. That we might be joined in unity with the Lord Jesus Christ in all that we think, say and do with these tasks ahead. Give us peace and joy in them. For the world and its needs, for the wider world and its needs at this time, across the world as we see the pandemic which is brought by God and God, only God, has the key to what happens within this time frame and the Holy Spirit speaks through each individual as what they need to do but yet at the same time with the balance of the sovereign and the government here in the United Kingdom that gives glory to the kingdom which is the kingdom of God Jesus Christ we give you thanks for all that we do and set out and set forth and how the world responds to it may they be blessed as they bless us for our needs within the United Kingdom and for all of the needs throughout the world, may they be met in a way that is pleasing to you, God. For the church and her life, for the church that has moved beyond the hill and beyond the temple into the spirit, we pray that they are guided in truth and further faith and with um, further conversion in their ascension, that they may have joy and peace in all of their works in all of their spirit, their heart and their soul as they go forth to the church preparing for this in the building and still in the temple and on the hill through the pandemic which God has given and offered that this time is for them to prepare as some of them now um, return back into the temple or onto the hill even as God has called them further might they understand this. For the local government and community leaders. We pray that the local government and community leaders come further into the unity of the understanding of the sovereign and of course then therefore where this comes from from God that they might have the understanding with the Holy Spirit on how to glorify the kingdom in this time in a way that is pleasing to God. All who provide local services. To all who provide local services in and around our towns and cities, our villages and even throughout the glens and valleys of our United Kingdom. In our local areas. We pray that 
our service people and our services are able to operate with joy and peace and sanctity and that they have um, an ability to glorify the kingdom as they go about their day too. Those who work with young or elderly people, we pray for those working with um, both young and elderly people that there is a compassion and a two-way understanding between each and how they are and what process they are, but not to look upon them in terms of how they appear, um, but to look upon them as children of God who have been entrusted to them and as God is with them to see how they might best serve through the eyes of God in unity with the Holy Spirit. Schools, colleges and universities. We pray for those in schools, um, whether they are physical colleges and universities, whether they are physical buildings and places or within the hearts and souls for those who are um, not in schools of a building sort or colleges of a building sort or universities of a building sort. So we look not only to the physical of the schools, colleges and universities, but to go beyond to those who receive their schooling, um, their collegiate college and university um, degree through that of the Holy Spirit, who is the ultimate teacher. We pray that all schools, colleges and universities within that realm comprehend that um, the true teacher is the Holy Spirit and they listen and hearken to find how best to serve those within their care and also um, to be best served. We also pray for those out with schools, colleges and universities that learn through the Holy Spirit already and we give thanks to them and we continue to pray that they will glorify the kingdom for they are given much responsibility um, only hearkening to the Holy Spirit and being out with the schools, colleges and universities in the traditional sense. So we pray that they may be held in hand by God through the Holy Spirit. For the emergency and rescue organisations, we pray for the emergency and rescue organisations in this time that they may be kept safe, that as the pandemic lessens in its um, ways, that even still, these people in the emergency and rescue organisations that must reach out to the furthest depths of where this is still in existence may be kept safe in this time and may be able to bring people to further recovery. For the rescue organisations out with just dealing with the pandemic, that they may be kept safe and they, they may do their job in full faith with the unity of the Holy Spirit to enact miracles or almost miracles in the faith that will bring people to peace and restoration. That this day may be holy God and joyful, we pray to you, O Lord, that we may offer to you our worship and our work, we pray to you, O Lord, that we may strive for the well-being of all creation, we pray to you, O Lord. That in the pleasures and pains of life, we may know the love of Christ and be thankful, we pray to you, 
O Lord, that we may be bound together by your Holy Spirit in communion with all your saints, entrusting one another and all our life to Christ. We pray to you, O Lord. Let us commend ourselves and all for whom we pray to the mercy and protection of God. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Almighty and everlasting God, by whose spirit the whole body of the church is governed and sanctified, hear our prayer, which we offer for all your faithful people, that in their vocation and ministry they may serve you in holiness and truth, to the glory of your name, through our Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. The Lord bless us and preserve us from all evil and keep us in eternal life. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Um, so today we are on um, what is also the commemoration of um, Osmond Bishop of Salisbury. And I think it's really interesting. We won't always put God first, but we do know that... Um, the saints do have a lot to just kind of like pinpoint on specific times or specific days um, to really remind us of, of certain important um, aspects of our own lives. And of course, the Bishop of Salisbury had particular patronages. He's the patron saint of, um, let me see, just so I can get it. Um, I do know there is of against mental illness so that's one there's also um, let's see uh, paralysed people so paralysis, ruptures and even toothache now um, for different like patronages um, obviously uh, these saints have either had these or have had to um, help those who have suffered with these or people have found for whatever reason great help through maybe praying or understanding more about the life of that particular saint um, who have dealt with uh, these different kind of areas. So clearly there's a great um, lot of um, interest there for people who haven't yet converted 
um, who uh, are maybe going through a, a difficult time with regards to the devil, which is um, insanity, if you like, um, confusion. And so we don't really know why that is. I don't know a lot about his actual history to be able to tell you why. I do know that he was seen as being someone who was quite eccentric. He liked to like do a lot of his own um, work in terms of like scribing and uh, putting books together. And at that time that was seen as eccentric. So maybe a little bit different. So he's going to help people that might be um, going through a form of oppression you know where the devil uh, might be telling you or making accusations against you such as you're doing that that's a little bit out there or mm, is that really normal so again he will help to bridge the gap there for people who are going through any kind of form of demonic or devilish oppression that might be accusing them of being mentally ill um, because simply they are just hearkening to God and uh, going beyond just what's seen and actually going from the heart and the soul. It really reminds me of our next saint that we're going to be talking about on, uh, not Sunday rather, on Wednesday next week um, as we go into Mary Magdalene's um, feast day as well. And of course, putting God first, never idolizing any of the saints, but looking at the particular aspects of um, certain areas of their life as maybe people have projected onto them. And then seeing how that can kind of help um, transform your own life. So yeah, it does remind me a little bit of how people projected onto Mary. Like, what is she actually doing? You know, why is she at, um, you know, God's Jesus Christ, in other words, feet? Um, and, you know, using her hair to, uh, you know, to rub oil. Now, that's just one of the Marys. That's not a definite that that is definitely Mary, although... We know that the the one is always linked in terms of like all are linked within the one in unity under Christ's ascension. So in any case, not to kind of like go over into overanalyzing it in terms of who Mary is or was that really Mary that did anoint Jesus' feet. She was going to definitely be um, the anointer of his body at burial, even though that didn't take place either. So um, in any case... We know that she um, she certainly was someone who um, people have projected even this, like, is she the same person? Is she the one that has been doing this? Is it kind of strange behaviour? So again, that kind of idea of people projecting or accusing or making accusations onto a particular type of person because um, what they've been heard to do or been known to do. So maybe that is the case um, with this particular saint that, you know, he maybe um, went above and beyond the call of duty in terms of what he did. And again, I think this about myself here, I'm making a podcast, but I'm God's sovereign. I don't even need to do this. So maybe it seems eccentric or different because there's no real need for it since I'm vibrating out anyway, but I enjoy doing it. So it's like, it's a call from God to do that and there must be a use for it. And it's the same way for like uh, for Mary and whatever she had to do. She was chosen specifically by divine um, appointment um, as the you know obviously the first one to to witness Jesus Christ in the resurrection. So she's very very important overall. It's not about what people in the lower realms, in other words, are saying or putting upon you or projecting upon you, even yourself and how you might reflect upon what you're doing and I say that to myself like even how I am reflecting upon what I am doing 
So it's not all about that in terms of the lower aspects. It's always raising one's mind to the higher and remaining um, steadfast in um, you know, the grace of the Holy Spirit, but also what the promptings of the Holy Spirit and how we are meant to do things, no matter how it might look. That is the, um, the form of sanity at its best and of a sound mind, is just that faith in knowing that here's what I'm doing. I'm called by the Spirit to do this. I'm going to do it. It doesn't matter what anybody else is saying or what my lower level of um, mind might be reflecting upon this in any case because that's the type of world we're in. But I must keep my mind steadfast upon God and what God says about me and why I am doing this particular set of whatever it might be in the world, whether it's podcasts for me, whether it was doing something eccentric for, you know, Osmond or whatever else. And you all each have one of these types of aspects about yourself, which you will reflect upon and be wondering about. So that is, um, you know, a big part of of this particular podcast and what we're going to be really looking at on this here. Now, I've also found out that he was the patron of... um, (laughs) against paralysis and also against toothache. So in any case, let's just wind this up and let's keep it very simple that each one of these are physical types of illnesses, like a dis-ease, there's like not an ease about it, right? Um, But that all stemmed from the first part. Now let's just um, be very clear about this. Again, that, you know, he talks about... um, or it's written that, you know, he's a patron against a mental illness as well. So all of that stems first from the spiritual, like your spiritual wellness or lack thereof, like whether you're spiritually in God or not. So if you're in God, you have a sound mind. If you're not in God, truly, you're going to have difficulty in that where you're not going to be mentally well at all times, it means that you will not have a sound mind and you will be lacking in clarity. The thing is that it's only actually through your entire complete ascension and unity with God that you're going to have completely full clarity, full clearness of mind, heart, body and soul and just like that complete ease. So to be in that kind of like way of life, you're going to have to enter into heaven entirely. So that's exactly what this is about, is that everybody is going to experience um, some sort of um, tension between ease and dis-ease in their earthen lives until they reach the full point of that of heaven, of going to heaven. That is just the reality because that is what our our entire human existence is going to be about. And that's bridging and why it's so important to bridge, and I talk about bridging, between the old covenant and the new covenant, putting God first and, you know, shifting our way out of old religious rigidity, which is a very diseased because there's no ease about anything of rigidity. So it's coming out of that and it's going um, more fully into that sense of ease with God. And we're going to reflect a lot on that, as I said, um, on Wednesday, next Wednesday, as we look to Mary Magdalene, the saint there, and um, concentrating again, putting God first, but looking at the aspects of her life, which she just went about her life in terms of ease. She just easefully went about her life and was submitted to the will of God. But because 
she had to go through a disease, which meant conversion. So any conversion is like a change or a shifting or like a, a feeling sorrowful about something before you shift it. So that's actually the wrongful way. So actually you have to go through what's wrong to get to what's right again. Um, you have to actually go through a tension of sorts to actually regain and regroup yourself. It's almost like you can imagine like existence as being like you're in one in whole and then somewhere through that reality of the fall you have to kind of like it's almost like um go through I don't know like a dispersal and then a kind of a regroup or you know that kind of thing like you go fragmented and then you come back into one um, wholeness and unity as you reconcile so all of that spiritually mentally and physically is um an impact on the entire human being um until you know we lead back up into full unity with um god into that new covenant so that's why the new covenant is so vitally important why i facilitate in talking about it so much for the savior um and saving of people um yes obviously through what i go through and for every other being in the entire planet because all impact the entirety so um yeah so what about then toothache and uh, let's go a little bit further into this so the things these kind of like physical manifestations of like toothache or even um paralysis of any sort so when you are for example if it's like paralysis so i wouldn't like take it that means like um you know part of your body isn't working or functioning or it may seem that way so Anytime anything is going too fast, it has to be slowed down completely. Um, so if the mind's working too fast, it'll slow down so that it can be still in God. If the mental body to the physical body is going too fast, it will have to also slow down until it becomes in tune and in sync with the Holy Spirit. So letting go of any dis-ease and coming into full ease and then therefore unity before it can function properly again. And so everything we see relates back to the spiritual and to the spiritual health and putting God first in terms of how that filters through to sanity and also a well um, body entirely. Um, but yeah, all part of reconciliation. Toothache, I am not sure when I, you know, when I think about, well, when you think about teeth, that's about breaking down things, isn't it? It's about breaking down what we're consuming. So again, you would look at that as being, it's about going slow. It's about bringing, um, I suppose, a pain to an area. And of course, if um, Osmond, uh, in terms of the bishop, is about being against toothache, then he would be all about you know a kind of a, an ease in what we're consuming like being able to consume with the grace of God and um, doing so faithfully so that whatever we're actually doing we're not going to see it as being of any great problem for our anatomy um, in terms of specifically our teeth so again, it's just a link in in terms of what we're consuming and that's the mental link there and that is also the spiritual link. So it's like an ease and flow of, um, I suppose, uh, the 
the different types of spiritual consumption and getting beyond that. So again, putting God first even above scripture because that's the main consumption for um, most Christians on a, a lower realm as well. So that's what that's going to be about. And we do a lot of um, links to that on here in terms of um, consumption and moving through and transitioning um, through and beyond anything earthly and just putting God um, first more so. And that's where we get that sanity and good health in our bodies as well. So huge big link to that on today when I'm recording this. And there's going to be further links into this uh, just in different kind of ways. Um, again, on Wednesday, the 22nd of July, on that feast day of St. Mary Magdalene.